Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On this episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I'm interviewing Dr. Mike Van Thielen. He is a holistic nutritionist. He's certified in homeopathy. He's an expert in functional medicine, fitness, regenerative medicine, and expert biohacker and mentor. And he has a lot of accolades. He's worked with professional athletes. He's also been a treating physician for Boston Neuropain and Psych Centers, and he's helped tens of thousands of folks with chronic pain and mental health conditions. Now today, he's going to be talking about the power in living your purpose in life, how to get in the zone on demand, and other little tips about nutrition, supplements, and dopamine overload. So he's got a lot of good stuff. So let's introduce you to Dr. Mike Van Thielen. Hey, health junkies. I have Dr. Mike Van Thielen on. And boy, are we going to have a fun conversation today because we're going to be talking about biohacking. We're going to be talking about nootropics. We're going to be talking about health and really getting to the ra- the foundation of where health is, what we need to be thinking about versus pills and potions and lotions that are band-aids. So Dr. Mike, welcome to the Health Fix Podcast. Thank you for having me, Janine. Well, you and I already got off to a fun start of different things that we're into that um, we have some resonance with. And in particular, you were talking about your book. And so folks, hold on, we'll get into that. But the first thing is the biohacking side of things. And, And I know for a lot of folks, sometimes they think of biohacking and think, I can't do that. I'm not that advanced. But tell us a little bit about how you got into being fascinated with your body and, and how it works and how to optimize it. Give us the scoop. Well, I grew up in a Belgium. People can hear my accent. So that's where it's from. Uh, single family home. My mother worked hard to, uh, you know, provide for me and my brother and ended up going to the University of Brussels, did physical education and after physical education, which was a lot of fun. I decided to do physical therapy, and that's how I ended up in the United States in 1997 after traveling with the Belgian Olympic swim team uh, in preparation for the Olympic Games in 96. Uh, but I came here with 400 bucks. I had to save 400 bucks, pack my backpack, pack my jeans, came live to, to live the American dream, as they say, right? Uh, so needless to say, I didn't have a mentor. Uh, so uh, I got knocked down many times, and my motto quickly became... You know, I never lose, I win or I learn. So I was in the physical therapy health space and I worked with many top athletes, obviously was exposed to supplements, upgrading your diet and those types of things. But then in the late, um, you know, 1990s, early 2000s, obviously the uh, American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine was popular, the A4M as they call it. So I got educated into the bioidentical hormones and into all the non-invasive cosmetic procedures and those types of things. So... Uh, me and a colleague of mine, we opened a few med spas, and that was a lot of fun. And then from the anti-aging type of medicine, you know, there popped up what we call regenerative medicine, stem cell-based therapies. So from 2015 till COVID started, I was a CEO of a uh, stem cell company where we treated many top athletes, NFL players, heavyweight championship boxers, and uh, and just regular people with pain and aches and neuropathies, right? And then COVID came and that was kind of a time for me to reflect and say, what is it that I really want to do? What is my purpose in life? And so I'm an author. I have some best-selling books. Uh, I'm an inspirational keynote speaker, usually on health-related topics or corporate impact programs. 
And so I decided that's really what my passion is. So my latest book really talks about, you know, how to unleash your superpower, how to bring purpose to your life and perform at your maximum potential. Because I learned as an athlete, it's certainly not all about the body. The mind actually controls the body. The mind, you know, sets the blueprint for your success. And so I felt, especially during COVID, a lot of people obviously, you know, uh, suffered uh, not just physically, but, you know, with the whole pandemic uh, mentally. And I was doing at the time many pre-screening calls for medical marijuana. So I talked to many people with ADHD, anxiety, depression, worry, fear. And yes, there's therapies and drugs and supplements and nootropics out there. But I really found there was a much bigger underlying cause. And that was these people didn't have a purpose in life. They didn't have dreams. They didn't have goals. They just were going with the motion, bombarded each and every day with you know, 14,000 digital messages, their boss, you know, yelling at them, uh, their wife or their significant other may be doing the same. And so, you know, I decided to write this book where we just need to stop, redefine our purpose, getting organized, get control of our life and upgrade our body, our mind and the life so we can reach our goals and dreams. And that's basically what biohacking is. It's upgrading, not just your physique, but also your mind and your life. You know, I think that's really important that you mentioned that it's upgrading because I think a lot of people think it's just tweaking and and just, you know, someone who's into experimenting and trying crazy things, because, of course, what we see on social media is some of the more extreme versions of it. But upgrading is is such a great way to kind of dive in. Yes, it certainly is. And it is many biohacking has many different, um, you know, definitions, uh, if you will, some of them actually negative because biohacking, hacking is like taking a shortcut in health, we can't take shortcuts, you know, we know we need foundations. So when it comes to upgrading our body and our mind, when it comes to that health aspect of biohacking, I always, always, I always categorize people in three categories, right? Number one, and unfortunately, that's where most people fall in, we need to regain control of our health. We need to get rid of any pain or any medical diagnosis or conditions and get back to quote-unquote normal. Um, and then step number two is once we're quote-unquote normal and we're not suffering and we don't have any diseases, then we need to get to that step number two, to optimal health, where we are in control of our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual being, where we feel vital and strong and energetic, right? That's optimal health. And then optimal health would be the ideal foundation to maximize the benefits of biohacking, upgrading. And biohacking in that sense then becomes um, objectively reversing our biological age. That's what biohacking is. It's returning time, it's anti-aging, it's increasing our lifespan, but objectively, because we have many tests where we can you know, uh, measure our biological age and then implement these biohacking strategies and you know, redo the test to see how effective these strategies were. And like you said, it doesn't have to be expensive equipment or hyperbaric chambers and those types of things. Those types of things. Everybody needs to start with foundations. It's upgrading your diet, upgrading your water, upgrading your air, do some grounding, exposure to natural sunlight. You know, those types of things are essential and foundational and they don't have to cost anything. 
I think we overlook those, you know, because yes, we're looking kind of like for the shiny object or the, the we like the shortcuts, but they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. How, I mean, the, the water and, and all of those things are so incredibly important. And, and I'm curious, just, just out of curiosity, what are you using at your home to help with filtration of water? What, what yeah, I'm just looking at it right now. So I have a unit called the uh, Echo uh, 2 uh, hydrogen water system. It's a machine. Uh, it's connected to our drinking faucet here. And so, of course, like most systems, it clears the water from all the pollutants and the toxins. But in my uh, water, it infuses the water with hydrogen gas uh, because the benefits of hydrogen are, are hydrogen are, you know, endless. Basically, for people that are listening, just go to hydrogenstudies.com and you will get a compilation of all the research out there. But it helps with your mind and your mental status. It ends with your gut, which is your immune system. It helps with almost everything because hydrogen is the smallest molecule on the planet, but has one of the most biggest impacts on our health. So besides drinking clean water, I infuse it with hydrogen. So I have all the health benefits of hydrogen. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. You know, we've had a couple of folks on talk about hydrogen and, and I, and I see that the benefits from it, I, you know, I can't, can't say enough about that. And yes. it's interesting. You're, you're just drinking, you're not breathing it or can, do you have the ability to do that too with your device? Uh, breathing the hydrogen? No, I just drink the hydrogen. Yes. When it comes to air, obviously, you want to go get outside air, fresh air, right? Um, I do have a home unit hyperbaric oxygen chamber, but, you know, you can put a mask on 100% oxygen and you can do the hyperbaric chamber, 1.3 atmosphere. But, you know, there's, again, there's so much easier things to do also. People... People overlook, for example, breath work, right? Because most people don't even know the basics. We're supposed to breathe in and out through our nose. Our mouth is for talking and eating. Our nose is for breathing. And if we just learn that simple thing, breathing out and into the nose, we breathe much less per minute, maybe only six times versus 20 times, which means we oxidize less, which means is we increase our lifespan drastically just by changing our breathing. And then if we learn to really deep in brief, like a four or five or six count with our nose, then we get that oxygen deep into our lower lobes of the lungs, which obviously gets to our tissues. And so breath work for your listeners is very important. Uh, the best breath work app today on the market is the breath source. You can download it on your smart device. Uh, it's free uh, for most of the uh, content on there, but it has all the master breath works workers of the world on there. So that would be a good tip, uh, the breath source, but learning to breathe and utilize that oxygen or fresh air uh, to be utilized and maximized in your system is probably one of the biggest biohacks you can do. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I find that most people are under breathing quite often or or they are too breathing too fast. I mean, it, it's a plethora of things. And yes, cello, cello chest breathers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a thing. And so I find it fascinating because some people will tell me, well, Doc, I've got the filtration system set up for my air. Everything's good, but I, I don't feel any better. Well, how you breathe in? So we got to put exactly. you know, that the whole cart before the horse kind of situation here going back to the basics, master mm -hmm. these things. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's exactly very important. Now, what's your stance on food? I, I'd be curious, like, how are you eating? Where do you source your food from? 
What what are you up to in that department? Just to give us well, a food insight. food many aspects, right? Uh, my neighbor, good friend, uh, he has a hydroponic system, so obviously I help him out, and in return I get some fresh food right there. Because even if, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, everybody should try to eat uh, organic, wholesome foods. But even if we get those at our supermarket or the farmer's market or whatever, there's a time that lapses between harvest and consumption. And so most people don't realize that. And these are some examples. Uh, for example, asparagus after one week or storing asparagus one week, you lose 90% of the vitamin C. Picking an apple from a branch 30 minutes later, 50% of the enzymes are dead. So we lose a lot of essential nutrients just by you know, the time that lapses between harvest and consumption. So if you can have some type of a hydroponic system or a organic garden where you pick it and immediately juices or eat it, then you have all the nutrients, right? But most of us, you know, don't have the time or the skills uh, or the place to do that. So we still got to stick with uh, high, uh, you know, organic, uh, wholesome foods. But if you can't get those all those nutrients um, because you don't pick them from your own garden, then you probably need to look in high-quality supplements because in today's society, they do become an insurance policy to make sure that our body receives all the essential nutrients it needs on a daily basis. But besides the nutrients, obviously... Um, you know, I, I believe we always need to look at Mother Nature and what the animals in the wild do. And so obviously they don't uh, eat man-made foods. Uh, they eat plants and vegetables and everything that Mother, A Mother Earth provides us. Uh, number one, so we need to avoid those man-made foods. We also need to avoid drinking anything but water. Because if you look at any, any animal in the wild... After it comes from the mother's breast, they exclusively drink water. So you got to make sure you drink enough water, uh, almost exclusively water, and make sure it's clean and pure, right? Um, and then, um, you know, I mean, I can keep on going, but ideally you only eat once a day. I, I con continuously continue to have discussions with personal trainers and gym rats and bodybuilders because they always advocate eating three, four, five, six times a day. And so our... Our habits, our behavior as humans uh, tells us we're omnivores, uh, omnivores eating meat and plants. And it also tells us we need to eat three, four or five times per day. However, our biology, our physiology and anatomy tells us we only should eat once a day. And we are herbivores, not omnivores. And those are facts. Those are not opinions. So I try to work with the facts. So if we look back to animals in the wild, they only eat once a day. Uh, if we look at animals in the wild, uh, after eating, they take a nice nap in the shade because digestive efforts take a long time and they only eat once a day. So ideally, you eat early in the evening. Uh, breakfast is the least important meal in the day, period. And, um, you know, I can expand on that, but it's one of the things I do eat once a day. I do juice and take supplements during the day, but I eat only one good meal during the day. Uh, to not overburden that digestive system. Uh, I uh, don't classify myself as vegan or vegetarian, but I'm aware of what I eat. So I don't usually eat much meat, certainly not at home. But if I go out with friends and I crave a filet, guess what? I crave a filet, I eat a filet. But I know that, uh, you know, facts uh, and research um, show unanimously that we are not uh, omnivores, uh, that we're not omnivores or in this case carnivores, right? So when I do eat meat, I, I'm aware of that and I need to make up for that uh, burden on my digestive system. 
And then people will say, well, Mike, what about B12 or what about our ancestors? And I can go into that if you want to, but there are clear answers uh, to those questions. Sure. Sure. No, I, I mean, I think it's the the age old debate of like, what, what are humans supposed to eat? I mean, that's been something that has gone on and on. But, you know, I think for most people, it's come down to understanding, you know, what, what do they feel good with? But also, you know, the, the digestive burden. I think that is something I'd love to talk, to kind of drive mm -hmm. into that a little bit, because a lot of light bulbs are going on in my head about the liver and the gut and overloading it. And, and how that happens quite easily with foods and the portions that were kind of programmed to think. Yes. Of. So I'll have you kind of share your thoughts on all of that. Well, again, you know, flesh eaters have a liver that's 10 times larger than our liver. So they can break down those animal fats and we can't. And that's why we end up with, you know, uh, gallstones and those types of things. Uh, even our bile, our bile is basically a simple emulsifier, but in flesh eaters, it breaks everything down. You know, even in uh, ancient uh, Asia and China, uh, when people had gallstones, they actually took bare bile to treat their own gallstones because it's much stronger, right? So again, physiologically and anatomically, we're not flesh eaters. So our liver gets overburdened. The gallbladder cannot break down uh, those things. And so we get things like gallstones. We get arteriosclerosis. We get buildup. Uh, of things that cannot be broken down because our body is not designed to digest animal protein, animal fat. Um, what else were you asking, Janine? <laughs> oh, I was kind of getting into more about what what about overloading the liver? You know, you're kind of talking about the liver. You're talking about the arteries. What about just the, in in pure portion overload? Because I've seen even in overload in vegan, vegetarian-ish, um, you know, just yes. straight up diets like that too, where folks are just stuffing themselves, trying to get all the proteins in that they think they need and all, you know, meeting their macros. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Again, uh, you know, uh, you should only eat one meal a day, right? Our digestive system is only designed to do that. So if you eat more, there's a burden. And when there's a burden, our, our systems work longer than they have to, then there is less time for what? For repair and regeneration and renewal. So those systems are going to wear out much faster, which means it's you're aging faster. Your organs are becoming fibrotic faster. Your organs capacity are is going to diminish faster because you don't allow, just like with exercise, you don't allow your body to adapt and recuperate and repair regenerate, etc. So it's the same with the digestive system and the gut. So if you overburden it, you are just going to get into trouble, right? And um, many of the man-made foods is the same thing. It's not just how much you eat, but what you eat, because something that's from Mother Nature is absorbed and breaking down very easily and quickly versus something that's man-made. Our body needs a much more time, transit time to get it through our system and much more nutrients to break it down, much more enzymes, much more minerals, uh, much more hydrochloric acid and, and, and enzymes to break it down so it can be absorbed by the uh, small intestines. So there's not much more, that's much more time, but also much more essential nutrients that we, you know, take from our body or steal from our body in order to digest those unnatural man-made foods. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I think right now, probably folks might be thinking, okay, one meal a day, less meal prep, that that could be useful. Um, go ahead. What'd you say? 
and save some money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because people money. always say, oh, I can't afford healthy food. Well, you know, again, if you eat healthy food, and it's not just about the one, one, one meal a day, I do take uh, quite some supplements and I do juice. So I do drink at least two big green juices per day, which is all the essential nutrients together with my supplements. And then I have my meal. Uh, but yeah, I'm not spending more. But here's the key. I'm not even hungry either, because when you give your body the nutrients that it needs, it's not going to send out a hunger signal. When you eat an empty, uh, calorie-laden, uh, nutrient-depletant meal, uh, and it gets digested, immediately your body going to send out a hunger signal again because it did not get what it needed. And so when you eat bad, you automatically eat much more food. When you learn to give your body all the essential nutrients that it needs on a daily basis, you're never going to be hungry or having that craving because your body satisfied what it received and has everything that it needs to, you know, lift, carry out the functions, repair, renew, and regenerate. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I think now folks are probably like, okay, so we've got two juices-ish and one major, one meal a day, and you've got some supplements. So enlighten us into like what's in your juices and and what are your supplements? Like let's let's get into those a little bit. Well, yeah, supplements, you got to have your basics, but then it depends what your goals are. Are you an athlete or you're not an athlete? Uh, are you having any deficiencies and those things like, so we like to customize that, but I make sure everything has the foundational, the essential nutrients uh, on a daily basis. Um, and they need to be high quality supplements. Uh, most supplements, as you know, the label doesn't even match the content. So, you know, it's unfortunate because more people become health conscious. They walk to the health food store and it's not the fault of the owners of the health food stores, but you know, the FDA does not control obviously the supplements. And so companies many times take advantage and they're more out there to make money versus helping the clients. And then people say, I'll take these supplements. I don't feel anything. Well, they're probably synthetic ingredients. The dosage is probably not correct. And then you get all these fillers and toxins in there. So you're thinking you take something healthy and many times the balance is negative, right? So we got to be very careful. We got to look at the criteria to select the right supplement. You need the advice of somebody like you, yourself or me to guide them in the right direction and get them on medical grade uh, supplements or supplements that are listed in the physician desk reference that we can know that the label matches the content and you're getting the right dosage and the right type uh, of ingredients. So that, that about supplements. When it comes to juicing, you know, again, you said overburdening the digestive system. If we have to eat all these vegetables and fruits, we're going to still overburden the digestive system. So juicing to me is one of those ways where we can get a high quantity and quality of nutrients in our body uh, with just drinking a glass or two per day, right? So, I mean, there's many juices, but one of my favorite ones is uh, simply uh, celery, uh, green apples, uh, cucumbers, um, and then I add lemon with the peel, with the zest, and some ginger root. So that's a simple one. Um you know, it's it's one that I crave because, you know, nobody likes the taste of the greens usually, but you can hide it with either ginger and get used to the taste of ginger because it's hides, it hides any greens <laughs> or lemon. You know, lemon also, if you put a few lemons with the zest and it overpowers the taste of your greens for those listeners, you know, who start gagging when they hear kale and colored greens and celery and cucumber, right? But you can you can hide those states and make make a, a, a tasty juice. Another one could be your red beets with your carrots, 
uh, your lemon and your ginger. That would be another another one that I like. You know, I like beets. I like beets a lot. They, I mean, pretty color. You know, I'm a girl, pretty yeah. color, but also it tastes good too. You know, and and beets. Well, and good. that's I mean, the beets. That's your nitric oxide. That's your vasodilation. That's your heart health. That's your circulation. So you know, beets have a uh, tremendous impact on uh, our health, especially cardiovascular system. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. Now we know kind of what you're juicing. We know kind of what your supplements are based in. Let's take it up a notch optimization mm -hmm. and, yeah. and kind of the foundations of optimization. We kind of talked about the, the water, the food and all of those things. Where would someone go if they're like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I got the food down, I got the water and all the basics down. Where would be the next place that they would want to look at to start to develop their superpowers? Let's put it that way. Yes, well, we got to start incorporating the mind uh, mostly. So we got to start biohacking or upgrading the mind. And that's what I do with a lot of my mentees, uh, especially when we talk about purpose of life. We got to, from the beginning, change that mindset because we all have those false core beliefs. We think they can do it, but we can't do it. Uh, we're living a life, but we're not living our dream. Um, the world control us, social media control us. We have a dopamine overload. So in the beginning... Uh, I developed a method called the IZOT method. IZOT stands for in the zone on demand because most <laughs> people think that only it's only for athletes to be in the zone and perform at their maximum potential. No, we all have superpowers, but most of us don't even know what they are. And, and the other half of us are barely tapping into them, but we really need to unleash them. Uh, the world needs all of our superpowers. So we need to redefine or confirm what our purpose really is. And that's what I help my mentees doing is talk about that and do some exercises to uncover their real purpose in life, their gifts, their strengths. And then we transition into slowly into, okay, we need to take control of our life, our agenda, our calendar, because control creates clarity and clarity gets rid of all stress. Because as I said earlier, I was walking, uh, talking to many people with anxiety, depression, ADHD, worry, fear, and it comes from the underlying cause. If you are working and you are living day by day and paycheck to paycheck and not knowing what tomorrow brings, next week brings, next month brings, I would be worried. I would be fearful. I would get anxious and depressed myself. So we got to go back down to basics and start taking or regaining control, not just of our health, but of our life. We need to script our life. We need to we need to script our agenda, our calendar. We need to eliminate distractions. We need to learn how to focus again, how to be productive again. And so at that point, we need a plan in place. We need to put strategies in place. We may have to identify people that we need to reach our highest potential because nobody can reach their highest potential by themselves. We need to surround ourselves with like-minded people, but also with people that are strong where we are weak. Because I tell people, never work on your weaknesses. Identify your weaknesses, but don't waste time working on them. Just identify people that are strong where you're weak and keep working on your strengths. And so now we have a plan, we have a strategy, we have a team, we have a purpose, and we're in control of our life. Now we can start biohacking, upgrading, reversing our biological age, really working on our minds, getting into the zone on demand, eliminating false core beliefs, sending a blueprint, using visualization, manifestation, meditation, and breath work to really, you know, assume the feeling that we already succeeded, you know, really uh, make that blueprint and that goal and that dream and success very clear. And today, um, Janine, there's actually very 
there's various technologies and strategies out there that facilitate that. Because like two decades ago, when I was still a swimmer, <laughs> they said, oh, you need to meditate. So here I go trying to meditate. I was unsuccessful clearing my mind. And so when you're unsuccessful, a few sessions, you give up, right? But today there's technologies out there like breathwork, like brain tap, visualization that make it much easier for people to experience a change or experience something so they are motivated to continue their journey to getting control or manage at least their mind, their emotions, their feelings, uh, so they can use their mind to control their health their body, but also uh, create their success. Because if you have any doubt in your mind about your goals and your dreams, then the universe has two options, success and failure. If you have no doubt in your mind that you're going to reach your goals and your dreams, then the universe has only one option, and that's a big win. And that's how I teach people the several steps to get in the zone on demand. I like the idea of in the zone, on the demand, on demand. When I think of Izod, I think of a little alligator with the clothing. Yes, so, yes, so yes. It, Nothing it, to do with clothing. Yeah, this helps, this helps though. This helps. So I would just wear the clothing just because I would remind, yeah. it would remind me of, of being in the zone on demand. That's right. I, I think about this because I too was a swimmer in high school. I actually gave up in college and, and this is where I would have needed this information and kind of where I kicked myself in the butt because um, I went to Colorado State, Amy Van Dyken was on mm -hmm. our team. I thought there's no way I can compete with that. I'm out. I'm going to go snowboard. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> Break some bones. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think goodness, but I definitely have some lovely injuries. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where, God, if I knew all this when I was younger, dang, you know, but now I love teaching it to people. And it's it's awesome yes. to be able to educate folks on this, like getting ahead of yourself, getting ahead of your thoughts, getting ahead, you know, just getting that positivity. And I think for health, I mean, as a doc, I see a lot of folks come into my practice and they're doing all the things, right? And they're frustrated because yeah. they're like, I'm not getting anywhere. The mind. Mindset, yeah. So. Negative mindset. Yeah. It is so, it's so huge. But we, I know we have some nootropics that can help us to be more, I call it like the limitless pills of, of yes. sorts. But I know we have some nootropics that can help folks. Tell us a little bit about the ones you dabble in, the ones you like for, for brain health, but also, I mean, we could go into brain focus, stamina, yes. whatever. No, and that's what I got into it during COVID because again, those people, uh, reports now say that the average person only can focus six seconds. So we lost most of our listeners already, Janine, but six seconds is the average, right? So, and that's because we're bombarded with over 14,000 digital messages each and every day. And our brain cannot organize that chaos, right? And we're distracted. And so, but today it's because most of us are what it's called in a dopamine overload. So we have five intelligence hormones, dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine, serotonin, and acetylcholine. And when they are balanced, and at optimal uh, levels, that's when we're in the zone, okay? So now when there's a dopamine overload, it means that there's excess dopamine compared to the other uh, hormones, and that's an imbalance, and that creates uh, brain fog, uh, lack of focus, lack of attention, procrastination, fidgeting, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so what is dopamine? Dopamine is the reward hormone. It's the hormone that makes us feel good. It's like somebody stepping us on the back, 
And so that's why people resort to sugary foods and energy drinks and coffee because it gives us that little dopamine squirt. But now there's social media and social media does the same thing because when somebody likes your comment or hearts your Instagram post, it gives a little bit of that dopamine squirt. And that's why we get addicted to it because we're seeking more of it. And that's why most of us today that are not in control of their life and their social media have this dopamine overload that puts them in a brain fog, unable to produce, unable to focus. So the first thing I do with my clients is make sure they're not in that situation of dopamine overload. And the first step would be to educate them. Oh, look, the reason why you're in a brain fog and can't produce and procrastinate and can't focus is because you're in a dopamine overload. So let's look at your diet. Let's look at your energy drinks and your coffee. But at the same time, let's get in control of your social media. How, how, how many useless hours are you on there? And when are you productive on there? And how do you need it to realize your dreams? And let's get in control of it versus social media controlling you. And so now we get onto, you know, an even keel of dopamine and the other intelligence hormones. So that's the first step is the education and making those adjustments so that the social media and the bad diet does not control that dopamine. And then we need to implement strategies and tips to, uh, to optimize that focus because you know people today they do their the kids do their homework in front of the tv on the couch that's not really very productive in order to focus right you're distracted so we need to go back to basics which is assigning a designated place at home or at the office to do your work close the door tell people not to disturb you put that phone you know on airplane mode because you need to focus uh, use techniques like the pomodoro technique and many others that will help you getting into that zone. And then you could use, like you said, some nootropics, which are um, which are different than smart drugs, as in smart drugs are obviously drugs, uh, medications such as Adderall, which do work is what I hear, but they obviously have the list of potential side effects, uh, which are not good for you, and therefore I cannot recommend to anybody, but there are natural alternatives, and they are called nootropics that have the same effect they optimize <coughs> or stimulate some of those intelligence hormones uh, to help you getting into that zone or focus better. And so there's many out there. The latest one that I feel all of people benefit from is called Focus Plus. Um, if for the listeners that want to try a free sample, go to trysmartpill.com, T-R-Y, smart, S-M-A-R-T, pill, P-I-L-L.com, and you can try it out. Because it works for some and it doesn't work for others, just like anything else uh, in the world, right? Uh, so what a better way to give it a shot. But uh, there's four ingredients in there. The, the first one is biocitroid, which is a patented terpene that's basically extracted from a blood orange in the southeast region of Asia. And so the biocitroid at 30 milligrams or higher is able to cross the blood-brain barrier. And so it has a a fast effect, usually within 30 to 45 minutes, you feel the effect. Unlike other supplements where you may need to take them several weeks for them to build up into your system. And now what uh, the company did, um, the company's Claritin Z Health, what they did is they added three other ingredients, natural ingredients to the biocitroids. L-tyrosine, which is an amino acid, which helps obviously with memory and focus and those types of things. They also added phenylalanine, um, which is a neuroagent um, 
that also helps uh, again with visualization, memory, concentration, those types of things. And the last one they added was phosphatidyl, which as we know as a healthy fat in our body, but also in our brain. But phosphatidyl has shown to stimulate NGF nerve growth factor. So it actually stimulates the formation of new brain cells and helps with neurotransmission in the brain. So the combination of those four natural ingredients that ingredients that, that are totally safe, that don't give you any jittery effects, they help you know optimize and modulate those five intelligence hormones to assist you getting into that zone and focus better. It's used by top athletes, but at the same time, it's also used by people suffering from ADHD, for example. Hmm. You know, I think it's funny you mentioned, not funny, it's interesting you mentioned the ADHD because so many women will come to me and say, I, I, I swear I have ADHD, I really need medication. And it's like, well, wait a minute, maybe it's your lifestyle, not not the ADHD per se, you know? And so having something like like trying the smart pill or something that can help us focus in the moment when we really need to can can be incredible. And and this sounds like a fun, fun thing to try. I've not tried it. I dabbled a lot in Cerebrolysin for a while um with injectables on that and then mm -hmm. now there's a pill so i've done that a little bit but this sounds kind of fun i like the phosphatidyls so yes. one question i do have is it phosphatidylcholine or phosphatidylserine in the smart pill do you I know think choline okay. i gotta actually check it out it's not my pill but uh, and I, I don't need to take it i'm in control i focus i know what to do but i've given it to friends athletes and i recommend it to adhd people and some just get off their Adderall or their Wellbutin or their Ritalin and, and use this. So that's a win right there, right? If it replaces those drugs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But yes, I mean, it, I mean, that's kind of the MO here that I have as well Is like, what can we do to get you off of, of these? Yes. And for your, your listeners, women with ADHD, again, I think there's a bigger picture, right? Is there a dopamine overload and we can work on that, but it's not just, you know, taking a pill, even this pill, even if it's safe, it's a bad. What is causing it? Um, you know, what are you doing diet-wise? Uh, what about your social media and your dopamine? And then what about your purpose in life? Are you living your dreams? Are you living your purpose? Or are you bombarded every day and overwhelmed every day? And if, if, if you're bombarded and overwhelmed, how can you focus, right? So we got to clear up that mess and we got to organize your agenda and your calendar and your life and start scripting things and start implementing what I call power routines that work for you. And when we get your life organized without a pill, that ADHD may be gone because we just cleaned up your life. I like the idea of cleaning up the life. Let's yeah. talk about that for a second, because I have a lot of women that will come to me and say, my kids are my purpose, then I think a lot of issues happen when the kids move on and now there's empty nests, but then it's kind of coincidentally that same time perimenopause or menopause kind of mm -hmm. show up in that time frame. When folks come to you and they're like, Dr. Mike, I, I don't have a purpose. How do I find a purpose? What do you tell them? What What's well, we, your advice? Yeah, we all have a purpose. And, you know, it's funny that you say that with the uh, the women once the kids, you know, leave the house. But I've talked on many podcasts where we have the, the retired people. They just retired and they get bored and they don't know what to do. And they work their whole life to raise their family. And now that's all over. And I'm telling them, this is where life begins. You have served. But have you lived your purpose? You did a great job. Your kids are out there, but you probably put your dreams to the side in all in order to do that. So, so let's revisit. 
And so I do a few exercises with them. The first thing I'll make sure that they, because some of them think they are living their purpose. So then the first question I ask is, okay, when you get up in the morning, what goes through your mind? Is it, I have to get up, I have to go to work, I have to do this, or I have to do that? Or is it, I get to get up, I get to do this, I get to do that? And if it's, I have to, guess what? You're not living your purpose, all right? So let's see what your purpose is. And then many times, I mean, there's a few exercises. The first thing I do is, okay, as a kid, what are the dreams uh, that you had or who you wanted to be? What are the superpowers you wanted? And sometimes they still apply today. Like somebody would say, oh, I always wanted to be a pilot. And I say, what about now? Let's talk about pilot. What kind of pilot? You know, in the army or a commercial pilot? And then I see their eyes lightening up or they get excited or they get fire in their stomach. Well, maybe it's still their purpose. Maybe it's not. Um, then I do different exercises. Uh, one exercise is in my book. It's a three-part exercise. Um, so the first thing I say is, okay, take a pen and paper and write down the top three topics that you would talk about if you could do a TEDx talk today. What would the topics be? And write them down, right? <clears throat> and then um, the second part, when they're done that, I tell them, okay, now close your eyes and imagine that you're on top of a mountain. And the scenery is beautiful and you're looking around yourself. And I said, suddenly you see a few people walking to the base of the mountain. And a few minutes later, 8 billion people are sitting at the top at the base of the mountain. And they're looking up at you. And you now have only 10 minutes to deliver those 8 billion people one message. What would that message be? And then I'll give them five minutes to think about it and write it down. And then the last part of that exercise is, okay, does any of the TEDx talk subjects match the message on the top of the mountain? And usually it doesn't because the TEDx talks are based on what is your expertise? What is your profession? What are you good at right now? And even what are you trying to make money with now? Because you want to talk about something you can translate into money later, right? So those are brain topics. Those are based on what you're doing now and your experience and what money you want to make. The, the thing on top of the mountain usually gets scary because most people write something down they have no expertise in or they know how to do. But that's coming from the heart, that message coming from the heart. And that's why many times people are uh, scared to pursue that message because they don't have the qualifications or they don't know how they would start, you know, reaching those goals or their dreams. And, uh, you know, but usually that is that is exactly their superpower. That is exactly their purpose in life. So then I have to talk, then I have to teach them about the comfort zone. I have to teach them about growth zones. I have to teach them about if your dream is not scary, it's not big enough. Um, but but what we're going to do is we're going to set a plan and a strategy and we're going to put incremental steps in place each and every day to get closer towards that big dream and big goal and go back to what? To a purpose, plan, strategy, surrounding yourself with the right team and upgrading those things so everything becomes clear on what we're doing. So those are some of the exercises that we do. And many times within an hour uh, or a few sessions, in the worst case scenario, we really hone in on that purpose or the superpowers that they have but not have stepped into or not unleashed or superpowers. And then the, usually the first objection I get, Janine, is like, well, you're right. I'm passionate about it. And I think that is my superpower. And that's what I would like to do. But then we have all the cans, right? Uh, all the false core beliefs. And that's when we have to go to comfort zone and 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 go to mindset. And then the first objection is, well, 
I wish I could do that, but I still have this job and I still have to pay my bills. And I said, I'm not asking you to quit your job or run away from your family. What we're going to do is we're going to free up one hour per day. So let's see where you're wasting time every day. And we go over the day and where you are. I'm watching Netflix. I'm um, I'm sitting in a couch doing nothing because I'm tired from work. Or I'm in these meetings. And then I stop them immediately. What meetings? How many meetings? Oh, two one-hour meetings a day. What decision can you not make in 15 minutes? Let's make your meetings 15 minutes and make a decision in 15 minutes. So now we free up in two meetings. We free up an hour and a half. So all we want is free up one hour a day so we can work on your dream and then we can slowly transition into working on, you know, your real purpose in life. Hmm. So I have a method called the ISOP method to help people with all those aspects and get them and mentor them and make them accountable every week to set those, to make those stepping stones uh, to fulfill their goals and dreams. That's huge. That's huge. I, I, I feel like that should be in every grade school. Um, starting yes. <laughs> with kindergartners and, and grade school so that we exactly. at that age. But here we are. So mm-hmm. your book, your method, because I'm pretty sure folks are very like, hmm, might working mm-hmm. with Dr. might be something for me. Where do we find it? How do folks get in touch with you? Where can they find all the things? Give us a scoop. Well, I think the easiest way is just going to my website, which is biohackingunlimited.com or MVT, Mike Van Thielen, MVTonline.com, same website. Uh, you can find all the books there. You can find them on Amazon too, of course, but you can find all the books there, my keynote speaking uh, resume, my mentorship programs. Uh, right now, even if you subscribe to my free newsletter, you get a free PDF of this latest book, uh, The Eyes of Medit, uh, Unleash Your Superpower. Uh, what else is there? A link to my YouTube channel. So everything you may need is there. There's even a, uh, uh, a section on the homepage where you can schedule a 20-minute free Zoom call with me so we can talk about your goals or your dreams or your health and see uh, how I would initiate helping you and things like that. So just check out the website. Everything is at one place, biohackingunlimited.com. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Mike Van Thielen. Gosh, so many, so many things that I, I really do want folks to think about as they're getting older, as they're starting to feel like their health might be sliding or aging and those things are facing you. you guys, this is important stuff to, even though we didn't get to learn it in kindergarten, this is time to learn it now and share it with your grandkids and your kids, please. Right, Mike? That's yes, take <laughs> regain control, take control, get help and direction if you need to. But uh, yeah, you need to take care of yourself and your loved ones. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Great info today. I'm excited to put this one out. Hey, Health Junkies, are you feeling just off? Feeling like you're aging a little bit faster than you want to and wondering what in the world is up? Hey, I might have some answers for you and some direction. If you want to chat with me, I am offering complimentary calls right now. You can head over to Dr. Spelled Out, J-K-R-A-U-S-E-N-D.com. Take my quiz, click on the schedule a chat, and let's talk and see if we can get you in the right direction. And if I'm able to help you, I'm going to let you know. Otherwise, I'm going to help you find what you're looking for. Head over to drjkrausnd.com and check it out now. 
Hey, fellow health junkie, thanks for listening to the Health Fix Podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review, and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.